Good afternoon, the back community. You guys know how I like to start these off by saying, uh, as always, thank you for staying involved. Thank you for staying engaged. Uh, tonight we have some new flavor. Uh, the flavor of the week is uh, going to be talking to you about her authentic journey. Uh, tonight's guest that we have on the back community is Miss Navasia Collier. So, uh, Vaj, thank you very much for extending me your time this afternoon, uh, and I look forward to diving into your story. Thanks for having me. I appreciate the platform. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, uh, 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 well, it's nice to have this platform, and I know uh, we have some new platforms that's getting ready to launch for you too. But uh, I, I won't spill the beans all uh, all at once. I have some other things I want to dive into uh, uh, with you first before we get there. But uh, the back community, uh, as I as I mentioned, tonight's guest is Miss Navasia Collier. The first question I always like to hit you with is. Uh, Please, uh, for the Capital District area, as well as our listeners outside of the Capital District, uh, please tell us about yourself. Uh, uh, tell us uh, what it is uh, that you do by profession uh, and uh, tell us about uh, her authentic journey. Here's your opportunity to tell the back community about you. Okay, well, I am Nevasia, Nevasia Collier. Um, I like to say I'm a woman of compassion, right? I'm usually the quieter one that you could find in a room full of extroverts. <laughs> I am a soon-to-be wife and a mother of three, and I help the resilient yet reserved woman to finally prioritize herself and to start building a life that is and feels more purposeful and fulfilled. And I do that by empowering her to be true to who you are, not who you've had to be. I am also the creator and host of Her Authentic Journey, the podcast, <laughs> which launches next week, um, where I go before her, right? Um, giving what I only wish someone had given me early on in life, sharing my lessons learned and unlearned along my personal journey. And it's a journey of letting go of striving for a life that you think you have to live to mm -hmm. then build a life that is authentic to you. And on the podcast, I also um, introduce a more intentional approach to life and navigating life through my uh, method on purpose framework. Um, we have conversations that we don't usually speak of, that we rarely allow ourselves to speak of, and just meet different people and women along their journey and their stories. So it'll be fun. Okay. So, so, so your, uh, so your primary o uh, audience is going to be women. Yes. Cause, cause I, I, I'm, 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 I'm double, uh, I'm coming back to that only because I enjoy, uh, 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 I enjoy the audios that you put out, the reels. I enjoy the, the words that you put out, the affirmations that you speak into existence. And so I'm saying that. So so I, I, I so I might be getting shortchanged right now because you know I ain't gonna get none of that goodness. This is just for the this for the beautiful ladies. You're actually not the only one that has said that. Um, yes, I do find that a lot of men do love the affirmations and the things I post, but it's it's well and it's fine. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. I'm speaking okay. more to the women, though. Yes. Okay. So I respect it, and and, and I appreciate you staying um, um, staying in line with what it is, what your ultimate vision is, which is to broadcast uh, broadcast this information to women. 
Uh, I know uh, when I was running uh, my mentoring program there in Albany, uh, model, I used to get questions. I used to get asked questions all of the time, like Tyrell, why don't you, why don't you do this for women? Uh, you know, because I only work with young men, twelve to eighteen. It was like, why don't you open up a program for for women? I'm just like, that's not my space. It's like, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't navigate. Uh, uh, those experiences uh, um, as well as I could for uh, for young males. So I I was just I was just talking doodle to you. I totally understand why you have selected your audience, and I think uh, it will allow you to be authentic, which is uh, your ultimate goal in her authentic journey. Right. <laughs> Let me see, man. Uh, uh, first things first. Uh, what part of the capital district uh, uh, did you grow up in? I always like to get a, uh, uh, I always like to get a better understanding or a clearer understanding of uh, of you. Okay, um, I grew up where we consider across town, um, actually right behind the Delaware Boys and Girls Club. Okay. I grew up right behind there um, on Morris Street. Um, I was there up until about middle school, and then I moved over to North Albany, where most people know me from, <laughs> which mm -hmm. is North Albany. Um, and I was there till about my junior year of high school. So I spent the majority of my time, I would say, in North Albany. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah, I think uh, I know you and I crossed paths at some point during high school. High school. Uh, and that was through the Essential Schools program. Yes. Uh, yep. Uh, a shout out to all of those teachers with Essential Schools, George Benson, Ellen uh, Maul John, Miss C., uh, I'm actually doing, uh, I'm planning a reunion uh, to get them all actually on this podcast as well. Because, that would be so uh, nice. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Our, um, um, what they were able to do for us at a time where we hadn't been exposed to learning outside of the classroom, I think it was leaps and bounds ahead of its time. So I really wanted to get them uh, back together as the architects of that. Uh, uh, to see, you know, um, how education looks for them now, as uh, opposed to uh, what they were creating uh, or envisioning our educational uh, pursuits to look like. But yeah, mm -hmm. I know that was when I first met you there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, let me see. Uh, uh, well, how did you, because this is you being your authentic self, I'm not going to say, uh, 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 how you chose to get into that career, but uh, how, uh, what made you decide to uh, start creating uh, her authentic journey? What made you decide to, um, to put on pen and paper, to put on social media, uh, 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 your travels, your journey? Um, well, I can give you a, a backstory on how this all <laughs> transpired. Um, I, growing up, I come from a family of nothing but strong and independent women, right? Um, where they took care of everything and they took care of everyone. And to me, it just seemed like they did it with so much ease, right? And um, as I, you know, the oldest of five in the household and um, then becoming a teen mom myself, I naturally follow the footsteps of those women before me right and if I'm honest I really held it as a badge of honor thinking that on the other side of each storm that I faced that happiness and fulfillment was waiting for me but it never actually did over and over it just never actually happened and um 
fulfillment is actually happiness um, that has developed as you fully develop into one's character and abilities, which means that happiness is found from within, right? And, and deepens as you evolve into your, you know, true authentic being. And um, there are times when sometimes we can feel as if we were meant for so much more, or we can, you know, feel guilty or um, unappreciative for loving everything that we have, but yet there's still an emptiness from within. Mm. And it was in the midst of those feelings where it was really, I felt like I hit a hard time um, where I found myself. It was actually October 4th, mm. 2020, in the middle of the pandemic, which we're still in. <laughs> I found myself um, in the rain with no umbrella. Um, I found myself kneeled in front of my grandmother's grave, mm. um, crying without hiding that time, um, praying and asking her and asking God for help for the very first time as an adult. Um, I didn't know what else to do. I didn't know what else to do. I took care of my responsibilities. I pushed through. I didn't involve anybody in my mess. And I didn't look like anything that I've been through, but yet I still couldn't shake this feeling. And just ahead and across the parking lot was everything I ever loved and everything I ever was. A mother, a protector, a provider, a caregiver, a lover, even my ID badge for my 20 plus year career that I had maintained. Like that's who I was. Like that's all I've ever been. That's all I ever knew to who I was to be. And I had to ask myself, well, if that is who I am, then who is here kneeled in front of this grave, right? Who is here kneeled before God? And at that point, I just knew that I had to do something different. Like I had to do something different. And that change, that change had to happen from within me because I need to get to the core of who I, who I am because I was someone before all those things that I identified with myself that was waiting for me, I was someone before that. I just kind of lost myself in the meantime. And um, so I knew I had to do something different. I couldn't continue in life in the same way that I had because it got me to where I was, but it wasn't moving me any further. And that was the hard, the wall that I had hit at that time. And it's it's it can be hard <laughs> facing that when you feel you need to move, but you can't really move. Um, so it was then that I, um, when I got up off of that wet grass, I knew that I needed, I wanted to live instead of just surviving, right? Oh and that had to, I had to circle back to who I am, to who I am authentically, who I was made to be. And so that's when I decided to actively begin this journey because I believe this journey happened well before I actively began on it. But that's when I began to actively start on this journey. And um, without a blueprint, really, I would say, um, like I said, I did all the things that I thought I was supposed to do, but it wasn't getting me anywhere. So I had to take that first step and alone <laughs> with no guidance and 
Um, as I did that, I kind of learned things along the way. Um, learning, like I say, how to navigate life in a more intentional way. And I just know that I am not the only one. Absolutely. You know, I'm not the only one. And I have I have to reach back. And, and I just wish someone would have shown me a different way early on. Not so much, you know, we see people that um, have made it, quote unquote. Um, and, you know, they come from, from our similar stories. But yet, what did you do? before you know how what did you do in order to get to where you are you know sometimes we need that middle part we need to know what our next next best step is and um so that's why for some reason during this journey I felt I needed to document it I did I felt I needed to document it and I felt like someone else needs to hear this they need to hear it so that's what um started me on I started with a blog actually because like I said, I am the quieter one. <laughs> so um, I like to write rather than, um, you know, <laughs> show up on camera. But um, so I did that and then I transitioned to podcasts because I believe that um, that's the best way to reach the woman that I'm speaking to. You know, she's a busy woman and um, sometimes you don't have time to sit and read too much. So I just feel that this will... Um, Taking her along my journey and the lesson I've learned so far, I believe it, it will help. If it just helps one, one, one person and one woman out there, then I feel <laughs> I've done what I've come to do. <laughs> so that's how it all started. <laughs> but you said everything, so I'm not going to let you go forward until, until I dissect until I dis, uh, dissect those things. Because oh, uh, okay. <laughs> you, I actually started this podcast. Uh, or, or, or this journey with the back community in 2020 during the pandemic. Um, and um, at that time, uh, one, I think uh, we all might've been in, in a position to, to one better grasp with our reality because we don't have as many distractions because mm -hmm. the world came to a complete hope for the most part. So right. now all of these feelings, wants, these aspirations, these dreams and it's just like am I living my authentic self right. or is there something else I could be or should be doing mm -hmm. to add my flavor to the world mm -hmm. uh, I love that uh, connection for you figured out that there was there's still more to you uh mm -hmm. I, I I think we're all icebergs so they say uh 90% uh, uh, of who we are or our mass is underneath uh, the surface. Most people can't see that. So when you are identifying who you were uh, in your career, who you were as a mom, who you were as a spouse, who you were to the community, there were all these other things. But before that, there was a dream. There, right. was, a, there was a hope. And you know, uh, uh, I think one of the most... Uh, uh, I want to say aspirational uh, things that we can do is to try to tap back into that and to make sure that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my authentic part. I'm satisfied. I'm content with the contributions that I'm bringing to the world. And that's what I get. From you. That's what I get whenever I, whenever I hear you. One, you have a very soothing voice. So, uh, so he's just like, yeah. So it sounds like I'm in therapy whenever I'm listening to you. And it was just like, 
yeah, have you thought of the bird lilies? You know, so uh, I can imagine that um, you're going to be able to bring therapeutic um, uh, intervention uh, just by sharing your authentic uh, journey as well as tapping into the stories of, of other women. And because like you said, you're not alone. And I think uh, uh, black women on, on top of women in general are uh, way stronger than men, obviously, because of the things you guys got to endure and go through uh, maternity, uh, but um, uh, just, uh, just in general. And it's just like uh, navigating all of those different hats and still coming out with a well-balanced person uh, right. on the other, the other end that, that finds contentment for herself. Right. Uh, yeah, hold on, hold on, what was the other thing? Something else that you said, it was that. And did you say the first time that you actually really prayed as an adult was that time when you uh, knelt down there in front of your grandmother's grave? I thought, I thought that's what I heard and I was just like, wow, you, uh, uh, that was pretty interesting because I'm not sure at what point your grandmother passed away, but uh, I know you said you were as, as an adult. Uh, uh, what, mm, how, I'm going to ask this, how was that experience for you? And did that experience prove to be uh, exactly what it was that you needed, uh, seeking out or reaching out uh, to your grandparents, to your grandmother's spirit? Uh, because, you know, uh, spirituality is a huge part of who I am. So when I heard it, I'm just like, wow. So, okay. But yeah, uh, uh, how has that uh, changed your transition? How has that become a part of uh, her authentic journey? Well, that was the very day I started on my authentic journey, which coupled with my spiritual journey as well, believe it or not. Um, I, like I said, I found myself there just praying. Like I wasn't premeditated or anything, but it's just, I was drawn to, to, you know, really reaching out and asking for help and, um, and praying. And ever since then, um, walking away from that, like I said, um, and committing to, to live instead of surviving, um, I really took the time to dig deep into, you know, who God is and who God says that I am, because I lost that around along the way. You know, we can face, sometimes we can face things in life that um, we can question, you know, why me? You know, why would God, um, you know, why will God bring me into this world and face these things? Um, and I faced that several times in my life, which is the, the backstory of why that was my first time as an adult. Um, but it really has started a real spiritual journey and a connection and relationship that I now, now have with God. Um, like it's part of my daily routine every morning, every day. You know, I have a whole like... <laughs> I can't even tell you it's changed it's changed everything for me and it's brought everything into perspective like now I'm I'm working with God instead of trying to work as God in my own life you know and try to um control things and you know and ignore things so yes <laughs> that's where I am today and it's growing and growing I just I'm I love that part of my journey as well I do I do it is positioning ourselves to be where God needs us to be, to learn what it is that we're supposed to learn. And then, um, like you said earlier, you know, uh, 
learning how to let go of some of the things that we need to let go to. Because as you were saying earlier, you were just like, you know, you've realized that you being a certain way or you doing certain things may have worked for you to get to where you are. Mm -hmm. But most of us don't know how to let those things go to right. get to where we're going. We right. end up taking the same uh, defense mechanisms, the same uh, uh, reactions, the same emotions into every stage of life with us when really they no longer serve a purpose. You know, so I also heard that from you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's why I say that that secret key to your more, you'll hear more about it in the podcast, but the secret key to your more is being true to who you are, not who you had to be. Like you said, you bring all those things with you and it's maybe you're not that person. You're not in that space anymore. So yeah. <laughs> Do this periodically throughout the interview too, but uh, I know the launch is coming. You said next week for the podcast. Right now, they can find you on social media at uh, uh, Her Authentic Journey. But right. uh, where is the availability going to be for the podcast? You're going to be on well, all the the podcast launches February second. You can find it on Apple, uh, Anchor, Spotify, YouTube, um, Google Podcast as well. Okay, perfect. perfect. So, 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 so you're going to do both video and audio? No, I'm starting out with audio okay. <laughs> because I am being authentic to who I am. <laughs> and I know, <laughs> I know I have to take baby steps, but okay. you know, the bigger vision, <laughs> you know, <laughs> still staying true to my mission, but in a way that's comfortable for me right now, but I will be transitioning to video soon. I will. Okay. <laughs> and, and one it, it so the the authentic part of podcasting is just audio here was that you know i started out doing videos before i actually had before i did actual podcasting and i i, I never really it took me through trial and error mm -hmm. error learn what podcasting the heart of podcasting was and right. what i've uh, like I said, I started just doing videos. I wasn't available on podcasting platforms. And then I realized, I was just like, oh, you know what? I actually did it backwards. So mm -hmm. I said, well, I just started with audio. I started with video. So right. then after doing the podcast for a year, I ended up having to transition uh, to bring all my old stuff over uh, just from video to audio and then okay. moving on. So mm -hmm. I, either which way, I think they both serve uh, uh, they both have uh, benefits, especially uh, creating visualizations for your words, because um, it allows the people to see you, uh, not only not only hear you, but to see you in the message that you're getting across. So right. there's benefits. Uh, there's benefits in both. When you mentioned YouTube, so I was like, oh, so you're going to be doing both. So. <laughs> nope. Let me see. Um, Growing up, I know, uh, I know um, you answered uh, somewhat uh, of a question that I typically ask. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm not going to ask that same exact question, but I, I'm going to ask you this question. Um, did you have a mentor as a young adult, uh, 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 growing up? Uh, and uh, if so, uh, uh, did, uh, what was that person's uh, impact on you or what was the lack of an impact of having a mentor on you? Um. A mentor. Um, 
I would have to say, I would have to say it would be my grandmother. <laughs> it would have to be um, not too many people, I would say, outside of my family. Like I said, I was a teen mom, so I kind of had to grow up kind of fast. So I looked to, you know, those older women. And um, what I learned, actually both of my grandmothers, um, um, what I learned from them is, um, one, um, that it's okay to um, have a softer version of you, even mm -hmm. if, um, even if you feel like you're going through the hardest time ever, um, that it's okay to have, to be that softer version of yourself. And um, my other grandmother, she taught me uh, about, she lived, like my grandmother really, <laughs> she really lived outside of the box of what I guess a grandmother would be. Um, she took me to my first uh, hip hop concert. She <laughs> like, she was the one that introduced me to Future when Future came out. <laughs> like she was, she's so outside of the box. Um, so um, they taught me without knowing they did, they just, they taught me more about life and, and um, thinking outside of the box. Um, so at first I didn't understand what, what led me to um, my grandmother's grave that day. But now that, you know, I play it back, I understand why, because my question was, and I wanted to, you know, I wanted to live in who better than her, mm. you know, to, to, you know, guide me in that way, I guess. When I think I of life and living, I think of her. So, <laughs> because she she did that. She, she's definitely one of a kind. <laughs> she's not the soft person that you would think a grandmother was, but. Yeah, obviously, especially when you said that she put you on a future. I, I don't even listen to future myself, but it was just like, wow, she put you on a future, so yeah. First came out. Yeah, she put me onto the future. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah. Song that I listened to, and I argue with uh, uh, Kashif Thompson about future. Uh, seems like once a month, uh, but uh, you know he's got one song that uh, that I love, and that was really because Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick Lamar was on the remix. Mm -hmm. But I understand his value, and I understand. Uh, <laughs> the culture so if your grandmother was able to see that in him she had, she was definitely uh, uh she was on to something even back then so yeah. <laughs> yes even back then. she said she put me future i said what <laughs> i know <laughs> i know <laughs> uh, um um a part of a uh, part of part of uh part of figuring out uh who we are is through trial and error. And I know uh, uh, several times already, uh, you've already mentioned that uh, you were a, a, a team, a team, a team mom. One, I didn't even know that, I'm gonna tell you that. So, and I probably, I probably did, but most people don't realize that I got kicked out of high school. So, you know, yeah, yeah, see, a lot of people don't, don't, don't remember, like when, when you go through experiences or, or, or and you overcome experiences, a lot of people will forget some of those hardships that you actually had to go through to get to where you are because it seems like this final picture this portrait is so much better right but yeah so 
Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't know that, but um, uh, uh, I said that, uh, I said, I brought that up to say this. Um, uh, I know your oldest, I believe, is now away in college in Georgia. Yes. Is that yeah. right? Okay. At Clark Atlanta. Okay. She's actually heading back this week. She's been um, home because of, you know, the pandemic. She's been home for a while, but they're opening back the campus back up on Thursday. So she's going back. Um, soon, but yes, my daughter, the one I was pregnant with her my senior year of high school. Yes, and she's in Clark Atlanta. <laughs> I'm so proud of her. So proud of her. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah, and I think this uh, was shared with your fiance as well. That's found out through uh, uh, through interviewing him. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's crazy because, like I said, uh, we don't realize midway through senior year I was gone. So I finished up at night school. I didn't know. I think I remember you were at graduation though, right? Yeah, graduation. Oh, I graduated okay. once. All right. Uh, uh, over at the Brooklyn. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, and that was tumultuous. I wanted to cry every day getting kicked out of school. I'm just like, <laughs> I don't how people how people live through these experiences. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm in a bubble. So, right. But, right. Right. Uh, we yep. our uh, experiences. And I think uh, uh, you as a you as a mom, I know you say you're a mom of three, but you know you learn from your experiences, and our experiences shape us and help to identify who who we really are. And sometimes you got to go through those experiences to come out uh, uh, and and be able to appreciate it for for what it is, right? And not. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. But yeah. Um, uh, now I'm going to go back to the full fledged question that uh, you alluded to earlier, because I think it's really important now having the ability to look and have retrospect. Uh, uh, retrospect. Uh, what is one thing that you wish, or if, if you could talk to the younger version of Nevesia Collier, uh, you know, one thing that you wish that someone would have uh, 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 said to you or pointed out to you, um, if you were trying to help someone else navigate uh, uh, them finding their authentic journey much earlier uh, for themselves? Um, I would tell her to write it on paper. Mm. That's what I would say. Write it on paper. Um, just dump things out. <laughs> dump things out. Don't hold so much in. Um, I would tell her that she is purposeful. Mm. Even though this is a rough time, it is just a time that will pass, um, that she doesn't have to do it alone, mm. uh, that she is not alone <laughs> because you know she can feel alone. So she's not alone and um, there's a bigger picture and you know she will get through it. Nice, nice, okay. Mm -hmm. okay. And you made me think about it. I'm sitting here, um, and, and and don't kill me for this, but are you and Sheena related at all? Yes, yes. <laughs> listen, listen. I, you know, I know the last names are the same, and uh, the younger version of my uh, the the younger version of myself didn't make connections as well as he should have. But mm -hmm. uh, you know, I I did uh, uh, interview uh, her season one. But uh, mm -hmm. uh, now, whenever I see your name and I see her name, I know that it's the same. You know. Yes, she's, yes. Like, she's, my aunt, actually. <laughs> she's my aunt really okay wow 
Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, 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 shout out to uh, to Sheen Dean out there in Boston. Boston. Oh, Sheena. Yes. She yeah. is doing great things out there in Boston. Yes, she mm -hmm. is. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Let me see. Um, for you, um, what? How would you define success, Beige? And uh, this is a question I, I regularly ask everyone as well because I think the definition may, the word itself may may hit each of us different. But if mm -hmm. you were to describe success, mm -hmm. how would you describe success? What does success mean to you? Success, peace. Mm. Peace, that's what I would say. Yeah, having a sense of peace from within, I believe is success. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay, all right, I, 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 will, I will accept it. I will accept it. Um, that's the first time I heard peace and I think it has so much value behind what you just said that most people, it probably just, went over right. there right but <laughs> think of all of the things that are associated with peace you know what i mean stability sanity you know what i mean commitment you know i like it i like it Sentiment, yeah. mm -hmm. all right and as a, a, a as a mom as an entrepreneur as Beyonce, uh, uh how do you maintain uh, a, a healthy work life balance um Boundaries, um, mm. which is pretty big <laughs> for the woman I am, for the strong, strong woman <laughs> that I am. Um, yes, having boundaries and um, oh, boundaries. Okay. <laughs> yes, having those boundaries and um, really um, doubling down on what is important to me and then focusing on that really allows me to set those boundaries in a way that I don't feel so like I'm neglecting anything or anyone. You know, it's definitely a process, you know, I had to figure out, but um, it's definitely work as long as, you know, everyone's on the same page, you communicate, it's, for, it's definitely fine. Like for instance, the weekends, um, I do no uh, work on the weekends. Weekends is family time and my Sundays, I'm sure you know because you follow me on Instagram, my Sundays are dedicated to me. Like I do nothing outside of what I feel like doing or my energy can allow me to do. Um, which I'm, I'm saying, I'm smiling because I'm proud of it because yeah. there's times or Sundays that I was just dragging my body to do things and cook and clean and do everything on Sunday to prep for a Monday when I can like, you know, Give myself what I need physically and mentally on Sundays. I like it. I like it. And it's important. And uh, I can say it now as a man who's been married for seven years, seven years, about to be eight this year. And you know, I mean, for, uh, for nine. Yeah. So now I understand uh, those things where it is important to give yourself time and freedom that mm -hmm. sometimes they come off as a conflict to your spouse, but really it's not. And I know earlier in my relationship, you know, where my wife wanted to explore and 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 uh, take part in different things, I'd be like, you know, well, you know, you might need to just focus on this. And <laughs> I didn't realize uh, how smothering that could possibly come off. So, you know, it took me years and through therapy 
and through trial and error to realize that it's there's nothing wrong with creating those spaces and actually i should find more time to create uh, spaces for myself as well and i think uh, uh you know uh, uh that allows us to have that balance with our wants our dreams aspirations as well as our responsibilities abilities right right yes i'm actually fortunate enough to have a fiance that wants nothing but for me to be in a good space mm. um i there's plenty of times i looked at him like oh wow like really um but i don't think it's by accident i really don't think it's by accident like me going through this journey um I'm sure, you know, just think about it. I'm in, like I said, I'm engaged to be married and I went through this journey as I was, as I am engaged and um, he's very understanding. And for some reason he knew and allowed me the space to do what it is I needed to do and figure things out as I figured them out along the way. So I tell him all the time how grateful I am. <laughs> like, I appreciate it, appreciate it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's definitely important, man. It's, uh, it's important to have the support. It's important to have the space. Um, yeah, it's important for support and, and, and for space because who we are is is ever evolving. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Who we are right? gonna be different than who we are two years from now. And mm -hmm. to have space to be able to make those changes along the way helps. Absolutely. Uh, here's one of my favorite questions from season one. I, uh, I ain't gonna hold you up. Oh, I, I got I got time. I ain't gonna hold you up uh, 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 for too much longer. But um, here's one of my favorite questions from season one that I always like to ask because it allows me to learn more about your authentic uh, characteristics. Uh, your favorite place to visit in the area and why? Um, I would have to say the crossings. Mm. Okay. I would say you asked why, right? Because um crossings, I don't it just it gives me a a, a good feeling. Mm. I don't know if it's because of the space that they have there, you know, the walking area. It just seems like um I don't know, it gives me good vibes. It gives mm. me like really, really good vibes. You'll go there and forget where you are, really. Forget you're in Albany. But um, yeah, I would have to say the crossings. I spent many of days in the crossings, walking for hours, hours and hours. But yeah. That was I can I can see how space like that would actually help you to do introspection, uh, uh, to take that journey within. Um, I ever I've never gone to the crossings as, oh, really? as yep, as much as I, I have heard nothing but positive about it. You know, I would typically go downtown to the riverfront. Uh, mm -hmm. but I always said, you know, one of these days I was gonna I was gonna go out uh, there, uh, but I never I never did. So mm -hmm. um yeah, uh sound nothing but a, uh um space and opportunity uh everyone that goes there. I hear number about it. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's see, um, if you were to, um, I know it's hard to narrow it down, mm -hmm. but if if you were to, what about your life's path are you most proud of, Beige? Oh, most proud of? Oh, this is this is hard to narrow it down. You're right. 
Okay. I don't know. Um, I really don't want to sound full of myself, but I have to. This is what I'm most proud of today. I am proud of taking a chance and taking, yeah, a chance on myself, giving myself the, the permission to walk into what it is that I only wish I had the strength and the capacity to step into years mm. ago. Um, yeah, I would say that's what I'm most, I'm pr most proud of myself. Yes, the, the bravery and the guts and that it took Mm. Yes. Initially, it was going to be my daughter, of course. <laughs> I was going to say my daughter. I'm proud of her, too. But I would have to say I'm most right in this moment. I'm most proud of because I know there's a there's a trickle effect from that. It takes yep. one person to do. And then, you know, so, yes, that's my answer. <laughs> Congratulations to you on on, on uh, taking the step. And I think for a lot of us, um, we have brainchilds and things that we want to bring to life that ultimately we don't do for uh, an array of different reasons. One being fear, sometimes being resources, sometimes not being supported. You know what I mean? But, you know, so uh, you finding the space and like, as you mentioned, bravery to uh, to go after and create that space, it, it should be. So, so congratulations uh, to you on that one. Congratulations. That's uh, super huge too. But, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but what, what did you say? You hope uh, uh, you hope it wasn't a, um, something about your answer. You said, I hope this isn't a. Uh, uh, oh, it doesn't make me seem like I'm so full of myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't. And I, I'm actually glad you chose. Uh, uh, it doesn't make you sound full of yourself. It actually makes you sound exactly like the person who you're selling, Beige. Your mm -hmm. story is her authentic journey, mm -hmm. right? So for you to craft out or to say something that was different, it would not have been right. So, right. so no, right. that was your one. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and um, I, I, I do like to ask from time to time because I'm a reader, I'm an avid reader, but. Um, um, I'm always looking for uh, sources of motivation. Uh, and as I can go to your page and always find uh, a motivation on her, uh, her authentic journey, uh, what are some of the things that motivate you? Are you reading books, listening to any other podcasts, uh, anything that you would like to put the Black community listeners onto? Yes, right now I'm reading Believe Bigger by Marshawn Evans. Um, I, yes, I listen to podcasts very often. Um, what's my favorite podcast? I would say Redefining Wealth. Um, mm. Let's see, that's the one that comes off the top of my head. Um, also, um, what keeps me motivated is my affirmation. Like, I love my affirmations. I really do. <laughs> like, they keep me going every day. Um, so yeah, the affirmation space I listen to a lot of podcasts. I just can't think of, <laughs> of too many titles right now. But yes, I'm like constantly um, making sure my environment is set up um, in a way 
that is um, in support of is in support of who I am and who it is I want to grow and to be. Um, so I'm very intentional about very intentional about that music at all. I started actually started listening to um, affirmations through music. Um, I have yeah I developed all these different um, playlists, you know. Mm -hmm like affirmations positive thinking and all those things so yes okay third, you might be the third interviewee that uh um has actually put me on to uh the purpose behind affirmations and i promise you every time someone says the word affirmations now i think of a past interview with fatisha thompson and she and she started to uh, to wrap out to seeing one of her affirmations and it's like it's so catchy it was like that which is my mm -hmm. <laughs> yes uh, yes <laughs> uh that uh, that space for affirmations is, is, is mm -hmm. let me see i have one more question for you and, and uh uh then i'm gonna let you go um and uh, I'm going to say this one uh, uh, because for obvious reasons, your life changed uh, 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 during high school. And you also just mentioned about um, um, uh, 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 the thought or the mindset of changing uh, our financial literacy process. I know there was, a, uh, there was a particular name of the podcast you said you follow. It wasn't that, but I know it was uh, uh, based in financial literacy. Uh, redefining Wealth. Redefining wealth. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, well, I guess wealth can be other things outside of money too. That's but it's about to, right. Uh huh. <laughs> but I heard it. But, uh -huh. uh, uh, should entrepreneurship be taught in uh, uh, middle and high schools, and and why or why not? Should it? Yes. Should we? Uh, sure. Should we teach entrepreneurship in middle and uh, why or why not? I believe it should. Um, why? Because you know the traditional image of how life is supposed to be, and you know you, you do the school, the graduating from high from from college, and college. I don't believe college is for everyone, um, and I know growing up, I. I felt, I don't know how, you know, children feel these days, but I felt that college was the only, if I didn't do college, then what do I do? You know, there's no, there's not another option for those who, you know, maybe college isn't for them. And also building and building a business and being an entrepreneur, it um, sets yourself up for, you know, generational wealth and, um, something that can be passed on you can go you can go to college have your nine to five and be an entrepreneur as well you know so <laughs> i do think that yes different trades and um teaching yeah especially financial literacy that's definitely definitely <laughs> a big one especially in our communities like it's a huge huge um without gap in that as far yeah. as um education behind it um especially i'm finding a lot of us don't know too much about you know credit scores and things like that um until so we, definitely uh, needed. i'm sorry i couldn't hear you until we mess them up we don't know much about credit scores. right 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 
<laughs> yes, guilty. <laughs> guilty. Yes. Yep, myself too, man. And it's just like so. That's why I said when when you when when you mentioned the podcast uh, about changing the shift uh, uh, our mindset around wealth. That's what came to my mind. But it was about creating generational wealth. It was about financial literacy. It was about understanding all of those things that we really didn't talk about in our households as much. You know, we might not have known about all of the sacrifices that our parents had to do to keep a national grid on or to 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 keep us in a stable house and stuff like that. But to have conversations with uh, our children now and to be able to prepare them. I just did a, a math problem with my five year old the other day, and it was uh, about um, uh, a student uh, her, uh, who was learning math and she thought that math was dumb. Right. So mother brought her to the grocery store and asked her, gave her five dollars and asked her to purchase two avocados. Right. And it gave the price of the avocados. So um, it was the avocados. And in this story was a dollar fifty uh, uh, for, uh, for, uh, for an avocado. So she had to get two. Long story short, uh, the mom uh, had the daughter give the cashier five dollars and then the cashier was supposed to give the daughter back. So uh, five minus three was two. So she was supposed to get two uh, back. And I'm trying to explain this to my five-year-old at the same time. And I was like, uh, but the story says she only got a dollar back. So I was like, did she get all of the money she was supposed to get, right? Mm -hmm. He was just like, no, because five minus three, daddy, is two. Right. Because she got two, right? So it was just like changing, changing um, the mindset as early as possible about the conversation around math, money, wealth, uh, mm -hmm. starts with us. And I think our generation is in a, in a far better position than where most of our parents were to be able to expose our own children and others' children uh, those, uh, to that shift of, of mindset as it pertains to wealth. Right, right, I agree. Yeah, well, uh, uh, let me see. Uh, uh, Lastly, before you get up out of here, uh, miss her authentic journey herself, please tell the viewers where they can find you at on social media. And then uh, uh, please do let us know once again when, when that podcast is going to be launched and available. Um, you can find me at Her Authentic Journey on Instagram and Facebook platforms. Um, her Authentic Journey, the podcast launches February 2nd. Um, you can head right over to my profiles and you can actually get on the wait list to receive their first episode. So nice. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. I really, really am. <laughs> and congratulations to you again, Ms. Collier. Uh, thank you for uh, sharing your time with me this afternoon on the Back Community. And I truly look forward to getting your story out to the people. Uh, her Authentic Journey coming next week, available on all streams podcast follow her at her authentic journey on facebook as well as instagram thank you again thank you for having me i appreciate it <laughs> peace out. i'll catch up with you later okay thank you peace